What's going on, guys? Uh, welcome to a very special episode of Dystopia tonight. We got Bobby fucking Slayton on the pit bull of comedy. Uh, he's he's ripping me a new one because I fucked up the link. Uh, so let's just bring Bobby out right away <laughs> because you know you know you're, you're, you're killing me. First of all, there was 15 minutes of my time waiting for you guys to get your shit together. Then I know there was another 10 minutes of gold that I was just raving and ramping that I thought I was on. And I, I thought wasn't. you thought you were on too. And I thought I, I was like, but you said you didn't want to talk about any politics. And then I was like, Oh good. At least we're not live. He's, he's railing on Trump right now. So like, I don't want to fuck up twice. And then you're like, we're not live. But I, I agree with everything you just said. It, it is, it is, yeah, but, nobody, is but, but nobody will know what I just said. You fucking idiots didn't have the we... microphones on. <laughs> you're killing me. You're God you're, damn it. You're killing me. But I, what I was going to tell you was, you know, when you when, when you email me, you know, and you're, you're a legend, we want you on the show. I figure you probably yeah. send it to every comic in America. No. You're a legend. You know, and every time I hear something like that, I don't know what it means, and it's really kind of stupid. But I remember yeah. a couple of years ago, I did some show, and somebody goes, we got Bobby Slade on the show. He's a legend in comedy. And then I, I do the show, and then I, I don't know if it was a podcast. I don't even remember what it was. And the next night, they had Carrot Top on or Carlos Messia. He's a legend. <laughs> and I like both uh, those guys, even though Carlos is stolen from me. Carrot Top can't steal from me. Sure. I don't have a, <laughs> a, a suitcase of stuff. But, uh, right, right. But, you know, it's like everybody's a fucking legend. If you're still alive, you've been doing it for 25 years. You are not a right. legend, and you probably never will be. But, no. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I like the graphics of your show. It reminds me of my friend Shag a little. Who, do, who does your graphics of the show? I did this. This is me. I did this. Do you like? Are you a fan of Shag? The I don't know who that is. No, I don't oh, really? know who that is. Yeah, well, it doesn't really look like his stuff. It just kind of reminds me. Of we his, wanted. Uh, yeah, we wanted to go because the whole. You know, I mean, everybody's starting a fucking podcast. You know what I mean? We're all like, this is like, I I started to do stand up because I never wanted to work at a desk, and now I'm fucking sitting at a desk because of COVID, and we're all behind doing this shit. But uh, we just started. Way, I just. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, right. I just, I called it dystopia tonight because everybody's living in their own version of whatever their dystopia is. Can't right. go out. Uh, civil unrest, you know, all that other shit. And then I just, just took it to a higher theme, you know? Uh, to show you how much I, to show you how much I hate doing podcasts, everybody does podcasts either has their ugly furniture behind them or all their awards. I have nothing. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the door of my office. I, mean, I can sit. I show you all my things. There's me and Woody Allen from all the movies. I can Beautiful. show you. I, I, I have really cool shit. But you know, I, I, I just. I love that. I, I'm sitting at my desk. I'm. A, I don't need to have a background. You know, that, that's the funny thing with all these podcasts. You see, not just celebrities, but everybody. You go, God, that guy's got millions of dollars. He has no taste and a lot of ugly shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crap it. You know, they all the. They go. Here's my books. Oh, good. You good. You have books yeah. to read. Oh, everybody's so, got okay. fucking books. Like anybody gives a shit what they're reading. I know, I know, but I—that's my door. That goes out that's to the great. dog run. Yeah, it goes out. You know what I would door, love? Door, door to the dog run. Yeah. That's I would love if you had an exit sign on the door, just in case, <laughs> like whenever you wanted to leave the podcast. Wait, what, what else do I have? I have more things. 
And oh, there, there's my yeah. Okay, I have a lot of shit. I'm really cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fucking guitar. guitar. That guitar is awesome, dude. Oh, I made that. You know what that is? You, you can't what really is that? see it. Okay, that's the history of New York music. I make these guitars. Um, no and way. actually, you know, they're really they're, I do them for me. I made one. Um, yeah, I make them. They're all over my house. It's, they're they're kind of cool. I don't make the guitar itself. You can't play them. Right, right. But it's just like art projects. That's what I do. Yeah. Because I don't do a podcast, and I don't really want to go back on the road, and I don't write scripts, and I don't want to act. So I got to do something to keep yeah. myself. You know, I have no idea how to make crystal meth. I, you know, I, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I actually, I cook a lot, and I work out, and I make these guitars. And, nice. Um, now, yeah, I wish you could see it, but I'm, I'm not here to show you my, my brilliant artwork. We're here to talk about my brilliant comedy because I'm a legend. You are... <laughs> Yes, this could be a show and tell show too. Just go through your desk. I want to see what's in your desk. No, you are, dude. I saw you. My 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 first. It was my. I think I think it was like my first year. I was doing. I started. I've been doing stand up for fifteen years. Nobody cares. But like I, when I my first year, my my uncles took me to see you at the Tempe Improv, and you fucking. I mean, obviously you just. But it's my first time I saw you. I know who you were, but first time I saw you live. You fucking destroyed that room, dude. I mean, I we could not breathe. That's how fucking fun. Like, it was such a great time. But it's yeah. one of those things when when you're a young comic and you're starting out and you and your first comic you go to see live is Bobby Slayton. You're like, why am I doing this? Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but you want to know what? I, it's it's not about just getting left. You know, I, I was never a comedy store guy. And, and I right. went back to the comedy store. You know, I started out in San Francisco as an improv guy. Either you were an improv guy or a comedy store guy. And about... I don't know. God, it had to be about ten years ago. I, I, I finally went back to the comedy store. You know, you play in the big room, and I went. I would like to go in early because I, I don't want to follow all these people. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I go on, and it was one of the best sets I've ever had in my life, and it was really great. And then some really horrible urban black guy. You know, and mm-hmm. I know I love black people, but what are those fucking <laughs> acts? You know, yeah, maybe but yeah. yeah, one of those fucking horrible. And brought down the house twice. And I go, you know, it's so it's not necessarily, you know, I'd rather get quality laughs, you know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. So many comics would like, would love Larry David, or you'd watch a guy like, you know, Jerry Seinfeld working on his act and, you yeah. know, get, getting plenty of laughs. But then you get these these idiots that can, so when it's nice to say I, I, I brought down the house, but when you're doing comedy, I don't know how long I've been doing it at that point. I, I was probably doing it for 20, 30 years, I don't know. But if you don't have your shit together by then, you know, yeah. then you're never gonna, that's all I did. You know, I mean, I, 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 I couldn't do anything else. I, I couldn't drive a stick shift. That, I, I, right. I, I wasn't, wasn't a good husband. I couldn't do anything. So I, I focused <laughs> on comedy. Comedy was my yeah. thing. And I worked I my hear you, man. on it. And I worked every night for 30 years. So, so you better get good at it. You know yeah, I mean? everybody I know that I love in comedy, it says exactly like is 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 it you're just about the comedy. It's the fucking comedy, and that's it. You get good at it, you love it, you do it all the time, and everything else you do fucking sucks. Well, you know, <laughs> I I'm kind of, well, I, you know, I almost I and I don't know if it means anything to you, but I, I mean I'm not doing any podcasts anymore because I have nothing to plug. I'm tired right. of doing them. I'm tired yeah. of stand-up. I, I don't I I'm probably doing stand-up more than anybody. And, and I mean, I'm not saying this to brag. Yeah. I'm saying that, no. you know, look at a guy like Seinfeld or Bill Maher or Jay Leno. 
Yeah, right. they've been doing it as long as me, but they fly to the gig in a private jet. They get a whole suite in Caesar's yeah. Palace, and they make a half a million, two million dollars a show. I'm playing some shithole, you know, in Tampa, Florida, sitting in the kitchen in <laughs> side splitters, you right. know, waiting to do a second show for, you know, and making Fucking no side money. side splitters. So, yeah. So it gets, you know, I remember Ellen DeGeneres many years ago. And she yeah. had done this interview and she says, oh, you know, I was getting so burnt out of stand up. I've been doing it for like eight years. And I'm going, really? <laughs> I, I think at that point I've been doing it for 30. And, you know, and you're supporting yeah. your family. And so you come off, you pack, you unpack, you pack, you unpack. And that sounds like working in a coal mine, but it gets to the point where I couldn't take it anymore. It was Absolutely. just getting not fun. Not yeah. fun. But you do know. you, do, so I, that I was going to say, because it's either one of those things. It's either when people say they can't stand you in stand up anymore, guys on your level who are like, whatever. It's usually never the joke telling. You know what I mean? Like, it's never like, I hate telling jokes. It's just what you just described the packing, unpacking, driving all over the place. Do you, are you still like, do, do you, do you miss like the, the joke stuff though? Like the writing, no. the getting on no. it? No, no, no. I did it for too long and I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was just, you know, I'm 65 years old, and you wouldn't right. know it from. Uh, no, you don't look at me. Well, I, I don't care if I look at you know. Look at a picture <laughs> of Keith Richards right now. It doesn't matter if you're looking. I was still doing it. But I'm up every morning at seven o'clock. I'm working out. I'm cooking. I'm running around. I'm drinking wine. Right. I have a great time playing my drum. But it's not yeah. that. I'm just burnt out of doing stand up, and I hate people so much. The human yeah. race has let me down at every level. That it used to be where I'd go on a, a stage and. I want to make people laugh. Now I look at my and I want them to die. I want you to yeah, die, dude. Not not everybody, but you know. <laughs> no, I know audience, what you mean, though. I know what audience, you mean, though. You know, my audience is stopped going to comedy clubs. You know, it was a big thing in the seventies and eighties when I was doing it. And right. If you go see a guy like again, like Bill Burr or Jerry Seinfeld or anybody working now who's playing a theater, people are coming to see you. They're coming mm -hmm. to see Bill Burr. You're playing a comedy club. I mean, I never made it to that level. As far as you know, success, so you're playing a comedy club. So a good third of the audience, he's out his free tickets, or let's go to a yeah. comedy club tonight, or whatever reason they're there. It's a bachelorette party. They're not necessarily there to see me. And you're right. and, and there's so many idiots out there now. And my audience is not going to a comedy club. I mean, I'm not going out. My girlfriend, right. goes, hey, you want to go for dinner? I go, no, I I have Netflix. I have a giant television in my bedroom. Why yeah. would I? Why do I want? I have a pool in my backyard. Why do I want to leave my house? Why do I want to go anywhere? You know, right? That's that. So that's how I feel. And so doing your stupid podcast, why I'm doing this, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I I literally I appreciate this immensely, though. Seriously, like this is a, this is a, this is great, and I the like this conversation. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> yes, cheers. Cheers. Absolutely. I'm and I producer. like these. Well, your producer. Yeah, I'm glad you stopped talking when I talk. I'm sorry to talk over you, but. No, no, I don't care. This is yeah, you. This is your time. Well, I'm a legend. You're not. You're nobody. But um, um <laughs> but your producer would email me. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'd love to have you on. We've had all these people on. I wasn't impressed by the list of people you had on, by the way. But I figured. <laughs> out but this is the last podcast. I'm, I'm doing one more podcast. You know what I'm doing tomorrow? There's a 12 year old. There's a 12 year old kid who mm -hmm. wants to get into comedy. Who sent me a message on on Messenger and wanted my advice on comedy, and I. I don't know, even know if it's like legal to talk. I'm afraid to talk to a 12 year old kid. You know, I don't <laughs> say the wrong thing, dude. You know? I fucking so can I can I tell you something right now? I got yeah. the a bunch of us got that message, and we're like, he's he's doing some kind of project, which I don't. I almost didn't want to tell you I got it because I feel like it's insulting to you. 
It's fine. But I I did get the message too, and he's doing some kind of thing, and it's really sweet. Like he actually legitimately has an interest in you know our career. So you're safe. You're safe. The kid, his name is Dustin, right? Yep, Dustin. Yeah. So I, you great know, kid. I, and then he goes, yeah, he seemed like a really smart kid. And he goes, mm -hmm. me and my parents watched your Showtime special, Born to Me, Bobby. We loved it. And I'm going, you know. Yeah. He's a 12-year-old kid, and he, he can't be more of a fuck-up than you. You know, I mean, there's no way. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll he, since he's 12, I'm sure the whole Zoom thing will work out beautifully. He'll be yes. right on time. Yep. He'll send it to the proper email. <laughs> I, it, it should work. But you and him are my last two podcasts for a long, long time. Oh, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm honored. And now what you just said makes me think I should probably get my parents involved in running this. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to probably call my mother and ask her to set this up for me next time. Why not? Why not? I'll have her call you. It'll all work out much better. We'll make sandwiches. By, by the way, I'm sorry I don't have this set up well. No. Yeah. Now right in the middle of the door now with the curtains. Okay. Like I said, I don't really do a lot of these. I, no, it's fine. So, so many. And you know, because when COVID hit, everybody had a podcast. And um, yeah, do you know when this whole pre-podcast thing started, there was something called, you probably never heard of it. You should Google it. Something called Comedy World, when internet radio started. Oh, wow. no, before, before Sirius XM, there was something called Comedy World. And this guy with all this money, you know, Silicon Valley money, um, spent millions of dollars. And they got this giant airplane hangar in LA that I guess Howard Hughes was building his aircraft in one part. And they put these right. trailers in. And they had me and Craig Shoemaker and Alan Havey and a bunch of other people. Oh, and we had nice. this internet. They, they, it was, it was going to be 24-hour, 24-7 uh, comedy radio. Right. So the problem was nobody really had internet. And the internet was just starting to get big. But nobody was listening to radio on the internet. Nobody was listening. There was no Amazon Music. There was no Pandora. There was no, like I said, you know, Sirius XM. So right. it was like this groundbreaking thing. And they paid us a lot of money. They paid us six figures to do a two-hour show that nobody Holy listened shit. to. So right. for a year, right. I would call in all these favors to all my friends and 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 people I worked with in movies from from porn stars and 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 to, to you know, Bruce Willis, Alice Cooper, and anybody I, who I'd worked with who I knew. And they all did my show, and and it was great. Probably nobody listened to it. So after a year. These guys finally realized what well, we we ran they ran out of money, and then next thing you know, a year later, the internet and all that stuff took off. But I, yeah. I, I was on the I was on the ground floor of that, so I I did so much radio that I'm just burnt out on it. You know, yeah. Um, you know that whole morning radio with comedians. It started yeah. with me and Alex Bennett in San Francisco. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, I know. I mean, there were comedians on the radio before me right, and right. Alex Bennett, but the whole thing with you know Howard Stern and maybe Mankind in Chicago and every city having comments on in the morning, it really, really started in San Francisco with Alex Bennett, who was a radio legend in New York. And when I was a comic in San Francisco, Alex came into town and I went on a show and he goes, you know any other comedians? And I brought on Robin Williams and Kevin Pollack and Dana Carvey and it became a big, big, big thing. I mean, it would have happened anyway. I'm not right. saying that we were the only people that ever do this, but that's where the whole thing started. And I remember the late David Brenner said to me, I'm going to yeah. tell the comic whose idea it was to get up early in the morning and go do morning radio <laughs> before a show. And I, go, I go, hey, David, it was me. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, really, you know, like, I, I didn't like it's do you, do you know, um, uh, do you know Hal Spear or did you know Hal Spear? He passed away, but um, Hal Spear's passed away. 
uh, I'm pretty pretty sure he did. Yeah, he's the guy is Richard Jenny. Like he was close to with Richard Jenny. He was a com he's a comic. How's I'm pretty sure. He no, I'm Google it. Did I? No, I will right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty right sure. Now. How's yeah. the, the karate expert? No, uh, no, no, no. Um, Chicky, Chicky baby, how spear this guy? Uh, what he can you bring? Um, Tom, can you bring his picture up on the screen? How spear, yeah. Well, who am I thinking yep. of? I don't know, but I the karate hmm. guy, uh, no, I'm, th I'm thinking of myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at my phone too. How spear, <laughs> we're gonna be, take a minute break here to look I'll, up. I'll yeah, pull it up no, here. No, I got don't, you, no, don't shut off. No, 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 let's no, 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 how, right, yeah, how okay. spear. Okay, I'm thinking yeah. of somebody else. So he, okay. so basically, I go, I go, I was, I was. Okay, I know, know they have another comic. Okay, never mind. Okay, um, so he yeah. was. I don't know. I mean, I only worked I with a guy. I know. Yeah. Okay. So I only worked with a guy like once, but we had to do this casino gig, upstate New York, Turning Stone Casino. I'm right. opening for him, so you know the drill. Like you pick the guy up. You know, he was a little, little crazy at that point in time, and uh, you know, little suicidal. So that was a fun five hour fucking drive. But we get to the thing or whatever, and John Mulrooney's there. And I'd never uh -huh. met John. And John had a radio show at six o'clock in the morning. And I'm a new right. comedian. And this is exciting to me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The show's upstate New York? Yeah, Turning Stone oh, Casino. Wait. It was, it was, wait, what, what city was it in? It was in. Outside of Albany. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, yes. I, I said, I said, Mulrooney and, um, oh my God, oh, I'm getting old. But Mulrooney, his <laughs> partner, I did this show for years. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was so, so Mulrooney's like, hey, you're funny. Why don't you come on the show in the morning? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, I'd love to. Thanks. So I go to do the show. And Hal the entire time was like, you motherfucker. I was like, what? And he's like, we got to get up at 6 a.m. now tomorrow to do that fucking show. Like he would, feel, but I was like having a, I was like, well, hey, what's the problem? But I get it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it was, like, it, was, it, was, it was John Mulrooney and Bob Wolf originally had the show. Yes. Yes. I, Bob Wolf and I, yeah, we, well, yeah, I've been, Go back to those guys for forty years, but uh, yeah. the thing—the thing with this—is why I got so burnt out of doing uh, a comedy because mm -hmm. a, a lot of clubs it was basically I, you'd be there like Wednesday or Thursday through Sunday, so okay. a lot of clubs wanted you to come in a day early so right. you could do morning radio and plug the show, and and I, so I would go in a day early. And, you know, you fly to the East Coast and all of a sudden you're on California time and you have to mm -hmm. go to sleep because you got to get up at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, when you try to go to sleep, you can't go to sleep. And when you're yep. on, you know, West Coast time, so all of a sudden, you know, it's 11 o'clock at night, it's like 8 o'clock my time. And so finally you fall asleep 2, 3 in the morning and you have to get up at 6 and you do radio and you got to sit in the car with some waitress who's telling you her fucking life story, some assistant manager who wants to do comedy. And it's like talking to somebody like you. It's really annoying. Right? It's, it's not so bad now because I'm drinking wine. It's nighttime and I can close my iPad. But imagine being stuck in a fucking car with you and having you drive and you're sitting in traffic and you go do some shitty radio show. And then then you could do another radio show. And then all of a sudden, then you're on some, some hip hop show. And I don't know why. Right. These people aren't coming to see me. So now mm -hmm. you're all jacked up on coffee. <laughs> and, and you want to go back and go to sleep. And I'm bouncing off the walls of my fucking room. Then you got to go to the mall, you know. Right. How many times can you do that? Anyway, yeah. it became a real, real drag. And then, you know, you do this all weekend. And then you get up the next day sometimes to do radio after being up at night doing a show and you're all jacked yeah. up. That's without drugs. You're all kind of wired. And right. It really, and because I'm obviously kind of a little bit high energy. So 
you know, and to do two shows on a Friday, two shows, yeah, two shows yeah. on a Saturday, and then yeah. come I'm home a... to a to to an annoying wife and a crying baby and a dog <laughs> that doesn't shut up. <laughs> it, it, it got look again. I get it's it. Not, it's it's not chemotherapy and it's not working in a coal mine, but right. years and years of doing this. Of course, wears it wears you on down, you. and it killed yeah. a lot of comics, killed oh, a lot I... of guys, and it ruined a lot of marriages. And it yep. fucked up a lot of people. You know, it's like, you know, it's like baseball players with steroids. You know, you, you get caught up in all the the competition and then you want to be the best and people are getting better and better and better at it, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And I don't know if that's or a they're just comparison, but it's really hard. You no, know? I know what you mean. And it, or, or it's just, or you wind up, like right now, it feels like there's really no, like you can obviously, like there's good comics, you can get good and all that other crap, but there's a lot of, uh, I, I, dude, I, so I opened for a guy who was a YouTube star and the, uh, and oh, by the God, way, I've heard about, I've heard about that. Yeah. And, and it was one of those things where like, yeah, I were, so I'm like, and, and the, I was friends with the club owner. So they were like, Hey, would you come down and do this? Like, you know, it's a, right. as a favor, you know, whatever. Cause it was like a weird thing too, where like right. they sold out the two nights, but it was like a oh. weird night, you know, like a weeknight thing. So uh -huh. I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. So I go to do it. And I swear to God, it was like that audience had never seen an actual stand up before. I had a great time, like packed the room. I had a great time and I couldn't understand what was going on. I'm like, why is this audience so good right now? And then I watched the YouTube star go up and not do stand up. You know what I mean? And, and like, and, and, I, how, and how, how long did they do? Like 20 minutes, 30 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Because they and don't I didn't have understand. Ask. Yeah. Well, that's what comedy's come to. And not, not, not totally. It's still a lot of great comics, a lot of great venues. But because right. of the internet, because of YouTube, and because of social media, clubs tell me that some idiot with a puppet, you know, will do a show. <laughs> He's like a YouTube, you know, TikTok sensation. And right. he'll, he'll pack the room. But his audience is all 14-year-olds, so they have to do an afternoon show. Right, and, right. You know, they'll sell out, you know, and the guy will do 20 minutes. But his whole act is talking to the kids. You know, signing puppets and you know giving out shit and candy. Yeah. And, and the whole thing's creepy. Um, it is. But, it, <laughs> but I, it I is, got, though. I got so caught in between being mm. a big comedy star and right. working big rooms and being that TikTok idiot. So I like in the middle. I was always a club comic, but I was at the top of the chain of club comics, and it was great. I'm not mm -hmm. bitter. I'm not one of these guys that's gonna let my career dictate. I have a great girlfriend. I mean, right. I sound like an old Jew now. I'm in great health. <laughs> I, have I, have, I, I put food on the table, but I'm 65. If I get 20 good years left, I don't need to go play comedy clubs anymore. I've, I yeah. never took more than two, three weeks off max in a 45 year career. And I've not wow, worked. Wow. Last week was a year that I haven't worked. And the last show I did, it was me and Bill Moore and Sarah Silverman a New Year's Hawaii, Eve, right? Yeah, in Hawaii, and Bill does that every year. Yeah, he brought, he brought us in last year. Oh, there's the oh wow, look at that. Yeah, there you go. And so it was Sarah, and then Joe Walsh came with us, and, and oh, Woody fantastic. came by, and and, and, and Willie, and um, um, but what was great, and I'm not used to this, and it was great. The audience is there to laugh. It's adults, and Bill was doing it for like nine years, so they knew whoever Bill brought in were. We, if, not, if not major comedy stars, major comics. So right. even if you didn't know who they were, maybe you didn't know uh, Jeff Ross, maybe you didn't know Bobby Slayton, but he'd always bring in, they knew they were going to get a great show. And yeah. it was, so, and I go, this is what I miss about comedy. If I could fly on a private jet and get paid well and play in a theater rather than, you know, play right. some 
some horrible funny bone in Kansas City in front of a bunch of, yeah. you know, drunken idiots and, you know, and black people on their cell phones the whole show and bachelorettes <laughs> and, you know, and, and millennials with yeah. band buttons and just jackasses across the board, you know? Yeah. It just and it's weird, too, it. because it's like it, it, half the time you have to fucking remind the audience that they're going to a comedy show where you're like, why are you not having a like you're in? This is the one last place in the entire fucking uh, world where you can say what you want, do what you want and have a good time. And nobody's going to give a fuck afterward. That should well, be exactly what it is. Well, now, but now people, you know, I got out at the right time because now with, you know, what was the thing on the news yesterday? Dr. Seuss is not publishing six yeah. of his books and i know and you know and we want inclusion in england i was watching the news tonight in england it's not going to be called breastfeeding it's going to be called chest feeding not breastfeeding <laughs> are you am i watching the real news are you fucking kidding me you know right and, and, and you watch i guess it was yesterday that you know QAnon trump was actually taken over because of this prophecy and the world is fucked i am happy yeah being in my house and <clears throat> never going anywhere again you know? I fucking understand that, dude. Are you one of the like? I feel like the same way when quarant when when the fucking COVID thing happened. Obviously, it's terrible. You know the whole thing, or whatever. I was like, holy shit! I hope things change after. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where I was like, if we wind up going backward to 2019 to normal, like we we fucked up as a species totally because it felt oh, yeah. like, oh, good. Everybody's it's a time to fucking regroup and and realize what's important and all that other crap. No, <laughs> now, Texas opened up 100. percent Mississippi opened up. Yeah, it, uh, and 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 Biden was right. He He called them Neanderthals. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've always hated people, and maybe being yeah. a stand-up comic, you know, people say, "Well, it's not a great job for a stand-up comic if you hate people." Well, yeah, because I can attack them, but I'm yeah. tired of it. I'm tired of it. Again, I things are so nice now that I like just. When I say I like to be home, not like Howard Hughes, where I just grow my fingernails long and I put tinfoil <laughs> over the windows, you know, <laughs> like, 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 well, like Better Call Saul with Jimmy's brother, you know, Michael yes. McCain. I, I don't, I don't, I don't live like that. But right. I'm, but I'm going, I'm in my backyard. Me and my girlfriend take the dog for a walk every day and I yeah. cook and I, I go, but and we go to restaurants once in a while. I mean, we're not now because right. of COVID. Yeah. But we're both very, very happy. Yeah, going down, watching television, and not going anywhere. You but know? that's fucking awesome, dude. And I'm glad to hear that because you're living. You're you have a life. You don't. You're not. You have. You're living a, a fucking life. Yeah, and you're not burdened as, yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, as long as the money lasts, I don't. That's that <laughs> for a couple of years. Well, I'm we'll pretend we'll, we'll to like, it's it's one of but like that's the thing though too is like I I don't like it's it's crazy to me that like during this whole thing like I like again like I understand the comedians I understand need to work and all that other shit but like while this shit was happening while the entire world was getting fucked up by this stuff while people we knew were I lost so many people I know due to this fucking disease or whatever but to see really? comedy yeah oh yeah man I they, I just lost a friend uh, a week ago and to it COVID? we yeah, and we started comedy together, and she just got married. It was, dude, it's fucked up. It's just crazy. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. And the last thing she fucking posted online was uh, she was in the hospital, and she was like, my oxygen's at 75%, um, and they, they're telling me if they can't get me to 95% in, in the next two hours, they have to put me in whatever. The, I can't think of the actual the medical term of whatever the coma is, like sedation, right, to right, like, right. get her to calm down. And then that was it. Wow. Yeah, fucking well, fucking terrible. But well, you know, my, my girlfriend and I, not to get more maudlin here, but we both No, both go ahead. Stars. Okay, fine, fine, thank you. We both 
went through something a couple years ago mm-hmm. before COVID. You know, my girlfriend lost her husband, who was a um, she wasn't my girlfriend while she was married. Okay, but her husband was a um, a really good friend of mine, and he was a big uh, Hollywood producer and manager. Uh, and um, I went to his funeral, and I mm. spoke at the service, and there were all these people speaking. There was, you know, comics, and there was Rob Reiner and John Lovitz and Martin Short and uh, Mike Binder. I mean, the list went on and on and on. So she puts me on at the end, the widow. And I said, mm-hmm. what are you putting me on the Wait, What do I have to follow all these guys for? Yeah. She wrote, you are my husband's favorite comic. And I had never met his wife before. And I didn't realize that they live five minutes from me. In LA, five minutes, that's like yeah. next door neighbors. Right. I mean, she's literally right up the hill from me. And I didn't go, go God, I can't believe he, they live so close. So we went to the service and I met his widow. And then my wife dies three months later. And I call up his widow and I said, look, we're neighbors. We should have a drink because there's a bar right up at the top of the hill. Herb Alpert and all these celebrities have this a little bar restaurant called Vibrato. And it's right between uh-huh. our houses. It's three minutes from her house. Three minutes. I go, we should meet and have a drink. And it, uh-huh. I wasn't looking to date because my wife had just died. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, so we met for a drink and I come home. And I said to my brother, I just fell in love. And he goes, are you fucking crazy? You just lost your wife. I know, but that was five years ago. Wow. This March, I've been with her ever since. So Holy the, shit. So we've been through shit. So the point was, so we know how fast things can happen. Her husband was very healthy and just got leukemia. My wife is very healthy, got hit by a car in Mexico and died of, of, of uh uh, disease, something, you know, all shit from that. But anyway, the bottom wow. line was, since we've been through that, you know, and you've been through, you know how fragile life could be. Yeah. So we just want to have a good fucking time. Right yes, it, and exactly. And, and, you know, it's great. And that's why, like, that again, that's why, like, I knew, I knew, like, I'm glad you came on because it's not even like a typical podcast. I was like, you know what? I'm here. I'm home. I want to talk to people I like. Like when, like when my producer reached out, manager reached out and said you were a legend. You are. I mean, t- you were like you were like one of my favorite comics and one of the how first people I, a- I saw. Yeah, I don't how know, are you a legend? legend? Because you, uh, I'll tell you how you're a legend. Because well, you, wait, wait, you not, withstand. You're. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go. You know, you go. No, on, I was gonna I say would... to to me anyway. It's it's a comedian who is somebody who sticks. Some an entertainer, and especially who sticks out in your mind. You stood the test of time. Your stand up holds up. Your comedy holds up. You're pure fucking funny. And you could, I mean, I don't doubt for a second. Look at this interview. I mean, the same thing. It's you. You're Bobby Slayton. You you know what I mean? Like, and you could do it at the top of the hat. I I used to (laughs) Who do you you want to be called now? Are you transitioning? We'll we'll, we'll work on that. No, Julia Scotty. It's not I'm going to transition. It's going to be Bobby with an I instead of a Y. I can still (laughs) keep the same name, but spell it more feminine. Um, Right. I'll get get down with that. But keep in mind when you say legend, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald and Charles Manson are legends as well. So being a legend is not necessarily a good thing. Good point. Good right, point. You know. Should I have a legend in comedy? That way you're not mixed up with murderers? Right, right. Okay, <laughs> right, okay. I'll add to legend in comedy. But you are, I mean, that's, that's, a, and that means, you know, that means a, a great deal too. And even, like I said, like with like the fucking, like the COVID stuff, I would see, you know, comedy clubs like in New York and shit like that, like protesting right. that people needed a laugh. And I'd be like, people need fucking healthcare. No one needs my dick jokes. 
like to survive right. this scenario. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. it's the perspective on people in this fucking society is nuts, dude. It's just it's insane to me. Where are you now? Where, where do you live? Where are you broadcasting? I'm in I'm in uh, New Jersey in Long Beach Island. Uh, I, that's a nice area. Yeah, very nice, and it's quite it's pretty quiet. You know what I mean? It's like a short town, so dead in the winter. How far are you from? How far are you from? Uh, well, there was I least love the old rascals in Pleasant, Pleasant, oh, Pleasant, in, Pleasant, uh, in, Pleasant, Pleasant, Pleasant. It, uh, it was in uh, Orange, New Jersey, in and uh, Cherry Hill. No, there was one. In, no, there was one in Orange, but there was one in Pleasant. Is there a Pleasant Hill? Pleasant, Pleasant, Hill, um, Pleasant. Point Point Pleasant. You mean Point Pleasant? Point Pleasant. My, yes, there was one there for years. Are yeah. you near there? That's a great. Are you by like I, Wildwood? You near there? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm actually. I grew up. I grew up uh, 20 minutes away from Point Pleasant. I lived in Tom's River. I lived 10 minutes from Seaside Heights. Yeah, I know. That's where area. I grew up. It's beautiful. Yeah, I was born in Brooklyn. Lived in New York for a lot. You know, when I was little, I was between jobs. I was living with my parents. Uh, when I was a kid, and uh, you know, and then I we moved to New Jersey, and then I grew up here. Yeah, it's a great. It's great. I I, I miss the East Coast a lot, but you know, the thing about LA. You know, with all the fires, they haven't been that close to my house. But that's good. They've been close enough where you can see them and you can smell mm -hmm. them, and there'll be ashes in my pool, and they could happen here. And wow. earthquakes. You know, so I never, you know, like like my brother. You know, he, he's you know, my brothers are back in New York, and one's up in the Cape, up in Massachusetts. And right. when when it's snowing, I'm sitting in my backyard, 95 degrees by my pool. I don't I don't mock them because I know tomorrow. I could have you know, a tsunami here, and yeah. a fire here, an earthquake here. But, but the fact that LA, you know, it's just, I'm not sure I could take living back there anymore. With the, no. You, know, you get spoiled being out here, you know? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I lived, I lived in LA for uh, two years. I thought I, I, I moved out there like 2015. And by moved, I mean like didn't have any money and bounced around and did a bunch of network crap. Like tried to, try to, you know, I, I, had a bunch of stuff i was pitching yada 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 i wanted to live yeah tell me life. about it right exactly dude i know I, I have something now that we're, we're we i have a short film on amazon prime called dup it and it's about dealing with depression and and it's uh you know but it's but it's on there too and literally we were we were pitching stuff uh henson's it's not, company it's, it's, it's not going to go anywhere it's just going to make you more depressed for part two <laughs> <laughs> that's what the that's what the fucking sequel's about you, you can you can keep doing you can do a whole series with each one of your stupid little vignettes don't go anywhere you get more depressed each one and at the end you should kill yourself and yes yeah that's gonna be you know what i want my suicide note to be a film yeah, i want it to great. be yeah, you know great. as long as it, then it'll Good go idea. to number one yes there was a movie i don't this is so out of out of fucking the the blue but there was a movie years ago that i saw when i was a kid obviously that was way older too with dick van dyke where he pretends to be no he's, he's um he's an artist he's a painter and his paintings aren't selling and he pretends to kill himself and then his paintings skyrocket but he's got to hide out and paint Wait, more to make... why, why, do I, why do i not know this movie i should know oh dude movie. i'm going to i'm going to look uh, now we're both back on our phones <laughs> Look this up. It. I love this movie. It's hard to find, but you got to see it because I, I will. You should send it to me, but I'm sure you'll fuck up the email like you did with the whole original <laughs> thing. I'm sure you send it. I'll go, how come so, this guy? How come he never sent me this? And because you sent it to the wrong email again. I'm sure I sent it happen. to the wrong uh, dude. I I've been doing so well with this kind of crap. I sent it the wrong email. For some reason, it went to bobbyslayton.com. Uh, that he and I don't even have that really email address, so it must have just been in my phone from a long time ago. And then I had Carl Gottlieb on before you, and he says to say hi, by the way. But I, I was Carl. like, yeah, he's the, he was fucking awesome, man. We, we love, were like, we were, he's got a million him. stories. Great, great guy. 
Um, we, I, he did. Um, we were like, I thought he lived in Ohio, like a moron. I didn't realize he lived in LA, but he, I, he did a comedy club in Ohio called Wiley's in Dayton, right? And then I was there the next weekend. And then somebody there told me he lived in Ohio. So I'm shit you not. I like tried to find Gordon <laughs> lived in Ohio and no one knew what I was talking about. I was like, oh, it's fucking awesome. I'd love to meet him, whatever. But anyway, but he came on. So we got to talk. But I rushed off of there. I asked him if he wanted to stay and he was like, I've got stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, and then I fucked up the link. So that's all my, I mean, I, you know, I'm still glad you're here. So, cause it was all my fault. Who did the painting behind you? Did you do those? Is that your artwork? This is a comment. My, my, uh, I do draw. I have a lot of art and stuff like that. And my uh, friend and I worked on that. How do you not know the artist Shag? I'm going to look him up right now. I don't, I don't know. Shag? E even your lettering is reminiscent of Shag. Really? Wow. Mostly tiki stuff. It's not really what you do, but it just reminds me. Yeah, I just Shag. found him. Oh, I love. Wow. You're right. This is fan. This is kind of kind of got a retro vibe to it too, though. Very retro. Yeah, I love that. He's like I'm you tell with, my friend. My yeah, yeah, this is like a Diana Redouble. Yeah, he's like you with talent. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm taking no all these and using them as quotes. I'm tossing fine. them around. Fine. It's like that's what it's gonna. That's how they're gonna intro me on my. It's if fine. we ever get out of this fine. fucking nightmare. Um. So. Are you so like so? You've got. I'm, I don't want to keep. Uh, I want to make sure you're. Uh, you can go whenever you want. By the way, I know. I know you know that. I wanted just... to go a half an hour ago. It's... <laughs> you know what I'm watching so, now. You know what I'm what are you watching. Watch. I'm trying to catch up with so many things on Netflix, but I'm catching up with this great Frank show called Call My Agent. You know that show? No, it's great. Is it? I didn't. I, I was like, I've never heard of that before. I watched. Call my uh, it came out two years ago. It's a French show. It's sort of uh -huh. like Entourage, but in France. And the acting is magnificent. And they have real uh -huh. French actors as the clients for this talent agency. It's like a William I'll Morris type agency. It's really great if you're a showbiz person. I will absolutely. And you're not really, out. but you should watch it. <laughs> One day, I hope to be. I hope to grow Call into it. It's fucking yeah. great. So I'm, I'm trying to catch up because my girlfriend's coming over tomorrow night. And I gotta. I told her I watched a couple more episodes. But you want to ask me a couple of really good questions? Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to. I would love. I. You know what? I. I, I want to ask you. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you if. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 You go. No. No. I. I, I was just laughing. Go. No. I. I do. I do. I like. I. So you. Obviously, there's there's comedians that you've known throughout the entire time you were there. Who like. Was there somebody that you loved, like that you didn't get to see that much? Because you're a headliner, you don't get to go and hang out with the guys that you grew up with that you got to see. Like you were just with Bill Maher in Hawaii. But right. was there somebody in particular that you were like that you never got to see as much as you wish you had? Comics of of my comics that you wanted to work, yeah, of like you, like just a just a you know well, somebody you know, like the, that. The, you know, the thing is, when I'm not working, I don't mm -hmm. really want to go to a comedy club or watch right. anybody. Right. But when you're, when you're playing the improv, which I haven't done really in years, but if you're playing like the legendary comedy magic club, which is closed now, I don't know if they reopened, you know, Gary they, Shanley, yeah. Shanley would come in or Seinfeld into a set. I'd, I'd watch them, but you know, but there's guys like Bill Byrd who I love and, you know, and Kathy Madigan and, you know, my friend Lewis Black. Kathleen Madigan, but, but, yeah. But, but you get to see them on Netflix. So, right. And I don't really watch a lot of that because I'm just, they're great, but I'm right. just so burnt out. 
No, I hear you. But like even like the hang, like were there guys that like you were like, it's so nice to see this person. Like not even their stand up, just like well, a f like like because it's hard when you're on the road, you don't get to see people that you love. Well, you know, I this is so late for me. It's eight o'clock. Um, um, sorry. <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I this is why for years I did the Montreal Comedy Festival, which is mm -hmm. you know they they have a festival in Australia. Yeah. They have a few of them all over now, but the original comedy festival was the one in, in Montreal and mm -hmm. you would get to see all these guys. And, you know, I used to do it almost every year and they haven't used me in a few years, but every year, you know, either Bill Burr would be there or Brian Regan or whatever, dozens and dozens of comics. So, right. and after our shows, everybody would be at the bar at the hotel drinking and there'd mm -hmm. be a hundred comics and agents. It got annoying after three, four days, but it was <laughs> really kind of great. Cause I'm not a, big hanging out kind of guy. But Montreal, mm -hmm. I would do it. And I'd come back after my show, you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock, he's have a drink. Next thing you know, it's three, four in the morning. I never stay up till three, four in the morning. But it's, it's like, you're so busy talking to people. You know, you yeah. see your agent who you never seen, you see just so many people. So I've got to see enough people over the years, you know, that I've right. seen enough of people. You know, <laughs> I've, I've had enough, it's enough already. Yeah, no, I hear. It seems like like that was uh we, we there was this um we did I I by the way I've tried to reach out to you before I didn't know which which try to do it before but uh we did this um you probably thing. Have the wrong, you probably had the wrong email you fucking retard <laughs> I probably do honest to god um we we did this um I I helped produce one of the this uh, giant benefit for cancer for children's cancer um right. the brain tumor uh children's brain tumor foundation and star treatments. And um, it was kind of, we did it in like almost like a week and a half, put this thing together. We had over like 250 comedians on and stuff. And out of that, the craziest thing was like, everyone was just kind of like this. It all had to be virtual. But everyone was like, I missed it. I miss seeing people. People were saying yes, just because they wanted to do this. They wanted to see their friends. And I think comedians have that kind of connection yeah. people don't realize. Yeah. That's comedian. They were saying, yes, I want to see their friends. We couldn't give a shit with the children with brain cancer. I'm doing it. I want to see my friend. I really want to connect with carrot top. I'm sorry because I have brain cancer, but it's good that they have it because I right. get to see my friends. Well, I painted that in the wrong light, but yeah. yeah that's... And, meanwhile, <laughs> and meanwhile, kids still have brain cancer. Your fucking benefit did no good whatsoever. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, no the good. thing is that we actually, we actually did break a record and it was for the least money raised for cancer with kids. So, I mean, we did our best, you know, like it was a, yeah. it was whatever, but um, no, it was, yeah. it, but it was, it was crazy. Like it's, I feel like comedians always have that like, uh, I don't know. There's like a connection or a bond that when you see Puck and somebody that you came up with, you just, you get excited. And it's hard yeah. when you're, when you're running on the road all the time, you don't get to see those. Like you and Bill Maher are friends and you got to go out and do that Hawaii thing. Right. So like right. that must've just been a fucking blast. It was barely probably like work. It was great. Cause we were hanging out and Sarah Silverman, I didn't see for years. And right. you know, my girlfriend didn't know any of these people. And uh, Joe Walsh came with us. It was Great. That's not. That's crazy. Joe Walsh is. He was. He had a sitcom a lot. Or he was Joe going Walsh. to have a sitcom. Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh from the Eagles. From the Eagles. Yeah, I know. I know the Eagles, but I'm he not kidding. Wasn't he? Wasn't they? Go, not a sitcom. They were going to do like uh like an Aussie thing, but with Joe Walsh. I don't know. Remember I, when? I don't, I don't know. I didn't ask him about that. Whatever. But I'm just saying it's nice to see yeah. people. But um, yeah. But now it's it's enough already. I'm 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 happy to be home. That's awesome, dude. Well, again, they. I mean. It's it's a. I don't want to keep you any longer than I'd said I was going to. I I appreciate this so much. You have no idea. You're one of my favorite comedians. 
So I, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me and shitting on me. And <laughs> and I'm sorry about the email thing. And um, yeah, it's, it's I'm glad you're doing well, dude. You seem like you're super happy and having a good time. I've never been happy, but you know, you know, it's funny because oh, by the way, when you sent me the link to your show and mm -hmm. you said, if you want to post it anywhere, because like I said, beautiful graphics. Thank and you. I don't want, want to post it anywhere. Not because I was embarrassed doing your show, I don't want any other comics or anybody seeing this going, oh, Bobby Swain, yeah, we got to get him on our show. And then I, I tell people totally I'm not doing my podcast. You did that idiot's podcast. I know. I know. <laughs> he called me a legend and I fell for the bullshit. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I, oh, shit. You know, and I'm doing you and the 12-year-old kid. I'm done. done. Yeah. We're going to cut just that audio out. Of uh, 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 I'm doing you and the 12-year-old kid and that's going to go viral. Yeah, that'll go viral. I'm doing you and the 12-year-old kid. Right. And right. Boom. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be up there with Jeffrey Epstein and Ryan Jeremy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you'll be and on I, every I, I news. I could I I tell you stories about both of them, but it's... it's Please. No, go. Did he... No. Let, let's... Uh, let's uh, no, you don't want to... <laughs> no, no. Can I'm I go to Bobby shit. Slayton's Island? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm done with I'm done talking about no, Jeffrey. I hear you. We don't we don't need to talk about Jeffrey. It's I'm fine. done talking about I wasn't Jeffrey. Gonna, that's great. Well, yeah, that, was, seriously, that's uh were people hounding you about that? About what, Jeffrey? About Jeffrey, yeah. Well, yeah, I was in his phone book. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. But so was Mick Jagger and then you know a million other people. And right. You know, so it wasn't like <clears throat> I was on his, you know, but I got a lot of calls from people. We know it's I, I changed my number and everything, but, but you yeah. know, I go, well, I'm, I'm in good company because <coughs> Jeffrey knew a lot of people. So yeah, whatever. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carl, Carl, one of the things Carl Gottlieb said, he's like, he, he doesn't hang out with Spielberg anymore. And he get, basically, he's like, you know, you get so famous or some, some people get so famous. You just don't hang out in that circle anymore. They got a yacht. Tom Hanks has a yacht. They go fucking do yacht shit together, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's it. So like one of the questions I was asking him, and I don't think he was around like that scene too much, but it had to be weird at the improv back in the day when celebrities would show up because you can't put them with normal people to hang out. And I remember seeing a picture of the weirdest, most eclectic people at the table. It was like Stallone, uh, Travolta, uh, um, Elaine Stritch. They're not fucking hanging out, but like, where do you put famous people? You know, who, uh, who are you guys going to hang out with? I was, you know, I didn't really work the improv that much because I was on the road so much. Right. So, you know, I wasn't really ever there on a weekend. I was on the road every weekend. And that's when the right. place really hopped. I'd go in like Monday, Tuesday night. There were a lot of celebrities, but it got to the point where well, you make $15. Why am I here? To, you know? Yeah. And I had a girlfriend at the time. And if you're not doing blow and you're not fucking waitresses, and you right. know, what's the point of being there? Except, you know, there'd always be these casting people in there and they'd come to see somebody. And I'd go, great. Oh my God. The, Guy from the Tonight Show is here. The guy from Cheers, and then right. they were always there to see somebody. Then I go on, one of the best sets I've ever done. I go, oh God, was the guy from was the Cheers people here? Was the Tonight Show people? And no, they walked out right right before you went on. Yeah, that happened to me. They never they never saw me. Right, never <laughs> saw me. Then, what that that's like one of those things are like uh there's a, there's a couple stories that I know from people who I know who have bombed on the Tonight Show, like right. and they got to come. Like I think. uh 
I think Tim Allen just said his first Tonight Show that he went on with Johnny, he like wanted to do stand up or something like that, and he wound up because he was he already had a TV show, and he's like, I don't understand why don't I get to tell fucking jokes? It was such was like 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 that was like the we don't have anything like that. My generation, we have nothing like anybody. Letterman's gone, you know. So there's no like. There's nobody that we want. Like, we, oh, we got to get on that guy's show. Like, well, it sucks. Jimmy Kimmel's great. Hey, Jim, Kimmel is fucking great. That's that would be. But he, I don't see him having stand-ups on too much anymore. He used to. Well, you know, in why? the beginning, he used to have them on from his club in Vegas. But now his club's not going on in Vegas. Uh, People don't have stand-ups now because there's no place for the stand-up to do stand-up. You right, have to have right. an audience. So it's all you know, Zoom. And people in their living rooms. That's why. Right. But I was never good at that shit. I, I did the Johnny Carson show once. It went great. And Johnny was going to have me back on. I finally got on. And when I got on, they said, yeah, well, Johnny can't wait to have you back. And then he announced his retirement. And there was no way to get back on the show. So that's the story right. of my life. And All right. Are we done now? But, yeah, but, we're done. Man. We're good. We're good. We're good whenever you want to go. I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna keep it. But seriously, thank you so much for having uh, for coming on and and fucking doing this. It was it was a blast for me was it yeah i dude this is fucking awesome i'm done i'm not gonna do another podcast after this <laughs> well i would have been funnier but i'm just not used to being funny anymore i got no, you know, dude, I you're, i'm getting i'm like literally been getting messages this entire time saying you're fucking there's people watching because we're live so they're saying you're fucking hilarious dude well it's like everybody's having me, a blast i want to thank all your imaginary viewers for watching <laughs> i love you people you're great that's okay. great. Yeah. Thanks. No, thank you. Look, no, look that's, all, that's great. All right. Thanks, all right. man. All yeah, right. Thanks. Thanks again. And have a good, have a good time, man. Take care. That's it. That's, that's your big ending. Do you want me to, end, I don't, I don't have any, uh, I don't, I suck, dude. I don't know what to say. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's, that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It's honesty, right? No, that's my big, yeah. Thanks for oh, doing it. Oh, how's been, how's, how's been how Sparks, by the way, how Sparks is a friend of mine, the karate guy. Oh, and yeah, that's Hell's another comedian. We said Hal Spears. Uh, I got the. Uh, you can see where you get them mixed up. Spears Absolutely, yeah. I didn't even think <laughs> of that, and you just said Hal Sparks. But yeah, Hal Sparks is great. He's. A, I've he's never great. met him. He's a cool dude. I used he's to great. write for um the VH1 stuff. That I love the great. that the great. stuff he was on. Anyway, uh, I love he's that a, we. All, he's a legend. He's a legend as well. You know. I know. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I feel like we're at a wedding and we can't actually leave. We keep saying goodbye, but this is just never. Right, I'm hanging up. Right, goodbye. I, I, no, no, I no, it's, not, right. it's a good thing. Don't ever leave. Right, well, thanks for having me on. Thank Seriously, thank you for doing it, man. I appreciate it. And I hope uh, right. to see you soon. Okay. Peace. Good luck with the artwork. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. Okay, bye bye. Bye. <laughs>